0: All right, everybody. Uh, new trade between the Rangers and the Blues with Vladimir, Vladimir Tarasenko going east. So we will break that down. And it is Thursday. So we have some power rankings, but we're not going to be doing teams. We're going to be doing the heart trophy. Maybe a little bit anticlimactic with that one, but who could potentially challenge Mr. McDavid for the heart? All that. And then some, so many dogs to let this one out dunker let's get to it
1: locked on nhl your daily podcast on the national hockey league part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday episode of Locked on NHL from the Locked on Avalanche podcast. I am Chris Maselli from Locked on Tampa Bay Lightning. He is Mr. Adam Denker. Thank you for tuning in, making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Uh, Yeah, we will get to the Hart Trophy power rankings here in a little bit. But uh, because of the most recent news, we're going to lead with another big name trade going down. And that is between the Rangers, New York Rangers, and the St. Louis Blues. We knew Tarasenko was going to be traded. Obviously, we didn't know when, and we didn't know to whom, and we have the answer for that now. So the details look like this. Tarasenko and defenseman Nico Mikola mm-hmm. going over to the Rangers for Sammy Blay. Hunter Skinner, a conditional first round in 2023, and a conditional fourth in 2024, St. Louis also retains 50% of Tarasenko's salary. What do you make of this, sir? I feel like this is kind of highway robbery for the New York Rangers, if you're asking me. I was talking
1: to – as soon as I heard the it go through, I immediately text Locked on New York Rangers host John Chick, and I said, yeah. how happy are you right now? And he's over the moon about it. And I have to say – looking at it now, especially getting Tarasenko for these last I'll say 30 or so games, maybe a little bit more. You're basically because the talk all year has been Patrick Kane. Is mm-hmm. he going to go to New York? Where is he going to yeah. go if he's going to get traded at all? And then you get this done. And I ha- I was telling John, John and we were going back and forth and we basically agreed on is you, you're basically getting what you would probably most likely get out of Kane. But cheaper and you're not giving up as much and if you don't like what you see i may mistake me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure he's a ufa at the end of the year too so you just let him walk and for pretty much nothing and the best thing about the pick that they gave up is that basically it's conditioned on who gets farthest in the playoffs dallas or new york so whoever really okay.
0: Because yeah. I didn't see the conditions because this just happened recently. So I didn't see the actual conditions. Why? why so Dallas? basically, I, I don't yes, mean. because um,
1: I don't know what was worked out in the deal. But if you remember, recent, uh, earlier in the season, or actually the offseason over the summer, the Rangers traded Niels Lundqvist, I believe this is his first name. Yeah. Probably not right. But they traded him. They got a first-round draft pick from Dallas, which was oh, okay. a crazy trade. <clears throat> and basically... Uh, whoever goes the farthest, their draft pick, their first rounder goes to St. Louis, which gotcha. is a crazy trade. So it seemed as though, in my opinion, Chris, maybe, maybe you could have a different opinion. I feel like St. Louis just made this trade just to get rid of him because I just felt I feel like this is, you know, we spoke about it earlier in the season where like, are they going to start selling? And this was like november when we had this conversation yeah. and then they started to improve and now we're having it seems as though as they're selling so i guess they're just getting rid of the pieces just for the sake of getting the rid of the pieces so they could have some sort of peace of mind and signal to other teams come get ryan o'reilly come get jordan bennington if you want to deal with that <laughs> so <laughs>
0: um well that, that's interesting condition and you know with with dallas looking like maybe they could make a deep run yeah. in the playoffs. Um, I think either way, it's a late round pick Um, that's going to go their way. So, uh, I mean, that just adds to this being a great trade for the Rangers. For some yeah. reason, St. Louis is enamored with Sammy Blay. Like to, to bring him back uh maybe they see something i mean he's been in the league long enough where i feel like you kind of know his best years were with st louis yeah maybe they feel like he's just a better fit for them um and then to get skinner who i really don't know much about but you know maybe reach out to john and see you know what, what he's all about but yeah you're not and if you that's like you 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 mentioned it like if you don't sign him beyond this year you didn't give up a ton, so I think this is a a if it does turn out to be a rental, this is like a, a perfect rental deal. If that's how it ends, to to make a run, he makes you better. Um, you know, you you can potentially make a pretty decent run run at it. I don't think the Rangers are done dealing. You know what I mean? So, and and you know maybe speak to that. Just uh, this is two two big name players off the board now i think a lot earlier than a lot of people expected you know is this is this going to be the norm from here on out um maybe for seasons yet to come and obviously this year you got two big names who are who are, are traded now are we going to be start seeing like teams just wheeling and dealing out of sheer panic that somebody else is going to get this guy nobody's waiting now until the deadline
1: well, I think it's not so much out of panic, Chris. I think it's more so just listen. Nobody's got really a lot of money to play with. Yeah. That's so true. let's make the deal now instead of at the eleventh hour on March third when we're scrambling. You know, when you're driving through a tunnel through 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 the uh, through the tunnel going into Jersey as Chris Drury, and and you can't get a signal to call the GM of the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> you know, but. You know, all jokes aside, i if I was a GM, especially with the landscape financially of the NHL right now, you got to pull the trigger now because, you know, yeah. in, in an hour or so, you get a call back from St. Louis and say, sorry, you know what? We got a better deal somewhere else. We just realized you were about to fleece us.
0: So, you yeah. know,
1: sometimes in these kind of deals, Chris, I mean, you know it as well as I do. You just got to
0: pull the trigger. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you, you got to make a move. You know, what I mean, you can't yeah. sit around too long because they're, they You know, they're going to think about it, team. or they're going to think about it and they're going to get cold feet, right? What <laughs> do you think? How much of does this move the needle for the Rangers in terms of their standing in the East? Um, they're third in the Metro right now, um, four points behind the Devils, but the Devils do have a game in hand. Um, as far as the division goes. They're comfortably ahead of the Capitals. They're six points ahead of the Capitals, so it's a playoff team, right? Yeah, you know, like I think we're pretty comfortable saying like the Rangers will make the playoffs. Yeah, what do you think this does for for their chances to to make a deep run? Is it does it really bring them up to the level of any of the teams above them?
1: From what I've seen this year, I'm not over like yeah, Tarasenko adds another bullet in the gun for you, but at the same time, if you watch their their most recent game last night being against Vancouver. I mean, that was a way closer game than it should have been. Uh, mm-hmm. Vancouver made them sweat very late into that game. And so that speaks to me is that a they need to get better goaltending out of Igor Shostarkin because mm-hmm. the last couple of games I've watched i have happened to catch a handful of Ranger games. Yaroslav Halak has been the better goaltender, which is a scary thing to say out loud. <laughs> And on the other side of that, you gotta that also tells me you gotta bolster up your back end. So if this is just the deal that they made and that's it, then it doesn't really move the needle for me. I mean, they may they probably get into the second round. Um but at the same time, I mean, if if that's the only move, I don't see how you could go any farther, especially when you're running into, you know, the devils. I mean, you're playing the devils the first round, so, you know, you have to get by them first, but you get, you could do, I I do. Yeah. They could. I don't, I don't think that the devils, we've spoken about this devils are one of those teams that they're going to be great during the regular season, but you have no idea. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea. And maybe that's unfair
0: to them, but that's just the reality of the situation. I mean, I don't,
1: I don't think the devils have been in the playoffs since, what like the mid 2000 teens to 2000 teens, probably.
0: Uh, but on, nine, I think it was ought nine or something. But yeah, funny. I
1: mean, I don't think this really does much for the Rangers. Like if I don't think Chris Drury at the end of the day is hedging his bets on winning a cup with Vladimir Tarasenko being his being the breaking point. Yeah, but right at this. So I don't think he's far from done, but I no. mean, they only they only have ninety five K left in in. Cap space. So I don't know what moves. I mean, the only thing that I could think of is they sell off one of their big guys for a defensive piece. You know, I I mean, this 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 sounds crazy. I mean, do you really entertain the idea of trading away a Capo Kako for, you know, an Eric Carlson and have Mm. San Jose retain some of that money? I mean, he's the hot he's the hot button back end right now. So
0: We shall see. Uh, but I just, I just feel like, you know, there's going to be more of these top name players uh, coming off the board now instead of later yeah. because of these two moves. Um, all right. Let's hear from FanDuel and then uh, we will get into our power rankings of the week. And that has a focus on the Hart Trophy. But first, this year, the only app that you need at your Super Bowl party is Fanduel. It's America's number one sports book, and we here at Locked On are very excited about our partnership with Fanduel because they are the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to Fanduel, that's even better. They have so many great features to make betting on sports fun and easy. Download the Fanduel app right now so you can get. Your bet's in on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet, and you'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So uh, Super Bowl right around the corner, Denker. Have you uh, solidified which route you are taking in the Super Bowl? Yeah,
1: I have, and and I will say I put all the bets I have right now, I might throw in some little prop bets at the end, like right before the the coin flip, but Mm – all my bets are on the Eagles, and I have to say, Ooh. I hope all of them lose. Well, see,
0: that's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> you're smart because you're betting with your head and and not your heart, which I cannot do, which is why I, I am terrible at betting. Yeah, uh, but but so so you you have your bets in, but you want them to lose.
1: I want to lose
0: all of them. <laughs> I there there's not one bet that I have that is not on the Eagles. So if you win, your winnings are getting donated to charity because that's Eagles money that you just don't want in your pocket. I'll we're not going that far, is what you're saying. I'll yeah. donate it to uh to buy more grease for the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> to put on the lamp the <laughs> lamppost. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. And the FanDuel Sports Bat Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right. So uh, that trade is uh, in the books. So I I also heard that it might take a little while to get that finished because Tarasenko has like he's got a wave no trade clause that he has and all that other stuff like the semantics and the dotting the I's and crossing the T's needs to happen. So maybe it's not announced immediately, but wouldn't you think that they would have gotten that all covered before? I think, Yeah, but I'm sure there's like paperwork <laughs> that to file with the league because he has this list and stuff like that. So I, I'm sure the outline is done and everybody's agreed to it. It's just, they won't announce it until everything is in and the league signs off on it. So that maybe not won't be till tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, all right. We are going to get to our power rankings right now. And like I said, this is a focus on the heart. And uh, maybe it's because he was uh, just traded. But Vladimir Tarasenko is at the top of the heart tra- uh, trophy rankings. No, he's not. I'm just lying. <laughs> um, clearly, Connor McDavid, this is his to lose, which I don't think anybody really thinks he's going to do, barring some catastrophic fall from grace that he's having this year. Um, so he leads these uh, these power, these heart trophy power rankings. And if you're listening and you can't see on YouTube, um, I'll go through them for you. Number two, David Pasternak, number three is Tage Thompson, number four, Jason Robertson, number five, Jack Hughes, number six, Nikita Kucherov. number seven, Ranton, Rantanen, number eight, Matthew Kachuk, number nine, Mitch Marner, and number 10 is Adam Fox. So, I mean there's always that question every single year about MVP and who is the most deserving. And sometimes it's based solely on stats. Guys just have ridiculous stat seasons. And sometimes it is the literal literal term, most valuable player to his team. Um, and I think right now, like, yes, McDavid has insane value to his team. Like every like, year in and year out he does, but I think he's got both things in his back pocket right now with, the value that he has, because if he's not there, let's get real. Like we're not even talking about the Oilers while they still have some good players on that team. He makes them a playoff team. And the pace he is on right now is one that we haven't seen in a long time. So I guess I I think we're all in agreement that he is number one in these rankings and everybody's rankings. But do you feel like when the time comes for voting, for official voting, This is a a wash, like he just gets every single vote for first place. Or do you think there's some writers out there who are just going to go in a different direction just to be the voice of opposition or for any other reason they they feel like they want to come up with?
1: I I mean, I feel like we always have this conversation with any awards or or any like Hall of Fame ballots. And I'm just going to reiterate probably what a few people are going to say if it does happen. Two things. If we see somebody vote for anybody else, anybody else get a first place vote other than Conor McDavid for the heart, a you need to make sure that that writer is not from Calgary, and <laughs> b you have to make sure that they are ne- <clears throat> that they are never allowed to vote again because that
0: stripped of their credentials.
1: I, I, I don't think it's a conversation. I yeah. he
0: had he had this
1: is how crazy he had. I thought he had it locked up midway through November.
0: Yeah, I mean. You wouldn't be far off, man. Yeah, I, that's pretty crazy.
1: It's insane, and I mean, we could go on and on about all the, I mean, all the the, the things surrounding it, and how like crazy, how significant his season is. As my set behind me just breaks you down okay? in disgust. Earthquake over there. <laughs> uh, this the the hook was actually manufactured in Calgary, so <laughs> that's probably why. Uh, so, but. Yeah. The thing I really want to talk about is the the names behind him and in mm-hmm. the order that they're in. Now, I find it interesting that Adam Fox is on this list because I fully think that he should be in the Norris Trophy conversation, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine. But I don't feel like I feel like we're leaving one significant name off this list, um, and that's Leon Drysadel, Connor McDavid's teammate. Sure, I, I he's he's second in the league in points. And I feel like it's a little bit of a misjustice. I feel like, you know, yeah, you're playing next to the greatest player on the planet, but at the same time, the guy's got to get some credit. You know, he's, he's won it before. Yeah. I get that too, but I feel like it's, it's kind of doing him a misjustice by, by not having him on this list. Um, Well, as for the, yeah, go ahead. I just
0: want to comment on, I, I feel it's unfair to him, but I think because he's gotten it, in the past, not that long ago. And year after year, we're talking about Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And, you know, we're never going to put Dreisaitl up on McDavid's level because McDavid just does ungodly things. McDavid will always be at the top. I just feel like in, in the, the court of public opinion, I think people are getting McDavid and Dreisaitl fatigue and, and they, and they will just not give them the credit. Cause it's just, Boring. Yeah, to give them the credit year in and year out of everything that they're doing. I mean, and, I get your
1: I get your point about him getting it before, but at the same time, then you could make the same case for Kucherov who won it in 2019.
0: You could, but you but you don't hear of guys like Kucherov because I think maybe because the, the team as a whole does well. Yeah, and maybe there's there's something to like you know okay they're they're always a good team year in and year out, and when you know Kucherov has a really good season, then we'll we'll kind of you know maybe prop him up a little bit. I don't know. I, I just feel like what, McDavid's always going to be at number one year in and year out. And, and I, I just, it's unfair, but yeah. I think people are, it, it's boring to just constantly put McDavid and dry like one and two every single year. So we'll just go with the one because he deserves it. And for some reason, dry side doesn't deserve it as much. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. I, I agree with you. I think, Drysdale should be on here, and we need to recognize that these guys are, are are you know two of the best players in the league on the same team. That's the other part of it. If yeah. Drysdale was on <clears throat> another team, I think you'd see him on here just as much as McDavid.
1: So, oh. since we've we're in mutual agreement of that, McDavid's pretty much got this in the bag, barring yeah. <laughs> some catastrophic scandal, which kind of not going to happen. But yeah. I'd be interesting to see how the league. I, I bet
0: the league would still give him the award. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question. Like if, if he didn't play another game this year, well, would yeah. he still win it? I mean, I, well, I think remember he get a lot of first place votes. I
1: think the last time we spoke, I think I said to you, if he stopped playing and didn't play for the rest of the season, he would still average a point a game,
0: <laughs> which is crazy. So, crazy.
1: I mean, just based off that stat alone. Yeah. I, I think that he deserves it. But if you, so, Since we are in mutual agreement, and I think all of our listeners and people watching on YouTube, if you're looking at, I guess, the second or the honorable mention MVP race that is happening, who is your top three in that? Excluding Connor McDavid, of course.
0: Um, I will let you know as soon as we uh, hear from our friends over at Bill Bar. I mean, if that's not a way to keep people on the hook, hook, I don't know what is. So we're going to hear from Bill Bar, and then I will answer that question. Uh, from Mr. Mixtape. But if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories, then you have got to try Built Bar. We obviously just got through the holiday season and New Year's resolutions. And we have the Super Bowl coming up where, uh, you know, people kind of pig out on the pizza and the wings and the desserts. Go for that. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and then afterwards, maybe jump back onto that health kick and make Bilt Bar a part of that. And what makes Bilt Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, Denker, real chocolates. And they have some unbelievably amazing flavors like churro puff, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. We're not sure how Built Bar does it, but somehow they make these things taste more like candy bars Than healthy nutritional bars. They have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And in the past, you can only get these at built.com, but that is no longer the case, Mr. Denker. You can get these bad boys at Sam's Club and Walmart right now. So if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box of our Hit Flavors brownie batter and the churro puff and you can thank Mr. Denker and I later. All right, sir. So, to answer your question, who is my exclude Connor McDavid? Who are my top 3? Well, I voted on this. I know you 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 abstained from voting because
1: Chris, you know. I didn't see the email until today for the voting. So,
0: <laughs> that shows you where my brain was at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. Enact those notifications on your email, sir. So, um, beyond Connor McDavid, at number two, I put Jack Hughes. I put Jack Hughes at number two. Um, I put Tage Thompson at number three. Okay. And I had to put Miko Rantanen at number four. Um, I put your Nikita Kucherov at number five. If you want to get an extra one in there, but <clears throat> yeah, I, I I think I'm I'm a Jack Hughes fan. Uh, And maybe there was a little bit of of that coming through, but I feel like, you know, he's finally stepped up to the plate and kind of everything that's been talked about him since he was drafted. He's, he's finally starting to take control of that. And I, and I think as the season goes on, he's just going to continue to just, you know, exceed expectations right now. So I, I think he's playing fantastic. He would be my number two, um, Yeah, and and as far as Tage Thompson, obviously, and then Miko, you know, I didn't want to put Miko down too low. I didn't want to put him at number two because I don't want people thinking I was like an insane homer for him. But uh, with all the injuries that the Avs have had, uh, he stepped up. He stepped up, and he's continued to as they've gotten healthier. Um, But he's having a fantastic season for the Avs.
1: So I love your Jack Hughes Mm -hmm. uh, placement because I, being up like literally – Thirty minutes away from Jersey, I got to see him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hate to bust both our bubbles. I don't know if you saw; it was announced today that he is week to week with an upper body injury.
0: I did not see that actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> so, boy. Okay. There's He's that. Still two. Yeah.
1: I mean, we. I mean, we could go in that real quick. How does that affect the Devils down the road? But um, my top three, minus McDavid, I would have to say I really like. I think it's going to be Marner. At one uh yeah, everyone talks about everyone talks about Matthews but I really think that Marner is the glue guy for this Maple Leafs team mm-hmm. I I mean just from them being in our division with the Lightning I am actually when the Lightning play the Leafs I'm more afraid of Mitch Marner than I am of Austin Matthews
0: hmm, really yeah Ooh. and was fighting words man wow okay I'm not saying I'm not afraid of Mitch Marner but Matthew scares the bejesus out of me. <laughs> is so good. And
1: then I got Cooch. I got to put Cooch mm-hmm. in there. And then I got okay. put Hughes. I think Hughes is, I, I just think he's the best skater that I have ever seen at a in-person hockey game. It's good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and like we said, I think on the last show or whatever, I think that if you want to see what Connor Bedard is going to look at like more realistically, don't look at Connor McDavid. Look at Jack Hughes. Hmm.
0: You think so, that's more of a, a I just comparison think that, than than McDavid? Yeah,
1: I just think they have the same build. Yeah, um, I know that Bedard is he's still going to be growing for a couple of years. Who, yeah. who knows? He might have a little bit more of a growth spurt. But I think I think Hughes is just so multi-dimensional, and I I I, yeah. I think I think that he is going to be him and Thompson are going to be the next, I, and Thompson too. I mean, it's hard. There's a it's, lot of yeah this is all and close he, like all these if,
0: guys are really close
1: i like to group it real quick not to stray off too far but topic but i have to look at it like most improved players mm-hmm. so to compensate those guys not even ranking them i would say hughes thompson and robertson as most improved yeah if they were gonna yeah. have that award
0: and that's the thing like you can look at this and say like you guys like thompson and robertson like who knows where they'll finish this year but you know, you have all these like young players that are going to be in the, this discussion now year they're after gonna, year.
1: They're going to be superstars. They're they're not going to be yeah. stars, they're going to be superstars. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I I, you know, obviously, you know, being in the central um I always throw that dig out there to the Dallas Stars how they just did not want to pay Dave Thompson um or excuse me Jason Robertson. I'm looking at the standings Jason Robertson and Yeah. now look at him. So I, I mean, it's a deal that they got for him, I think he's like seven and a half per year. Um yeah. Man, if you waited, if he didn't, his contract wasn't up till after this year. You probably can add another one and a half onto that seven. And no, five, you so. don't think he's getting McDavid money? Well, he just signed, so he's got he's got to wait now. But no, but I'm saying contract, if, if yeah. he's
1: if his contract was up, oh, in the next year and a half or whatever, no. you don't think he's getting like close to McDavid money or no? Maybe nine and a half even. So if he does, yeah. If yeah he rattles be- off. 35, 40 goals per year over the next two years. You don't think he's worth nine and a half, 10? On his next contract?
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. And especially by the time that contract comes up, you got the salary cap going up. He's probably, because of the salary cap going up, he's probably hitting 10, would be my guess. Yeah. But if it stays as is, which it's not going to, um, he, you know, like I said, if his contract wasn't up until after this year and he's doing what he's doing this year, he's from seven and a half to he, he's in the nine range already. He's so making he, bank. He's, he's solid. He's so good. He's making mixtape so money. That's what he's he, is, <laughs> he is. So this is what's good. Like, yeah, you have Connor McDavid, everybody else, but everybody else is so close. We could, we could do this with so many hosts and they probably have a different yeah. two, three, four, five. And that would be okay. Like you'd have an argument for, for all of that. So, um, it, the leagues in good hands, the leagues in really good hands with a lot of these, these young bucks coming up. So, um, All right, man. That's where we're going to wrap it up for uh, this week. So if you're watching on uh, YouTube, we'll go full screen with the heart trophies to end this bad boy. And we'll be back next week. I think we might be going back to teams. Maybe we'll do teams every few weeks now because we're at the point of the season where it doesn't really move that much. So maybe we'll do other trophies and things like that uh, to round out the season. So uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody, and making it your first listen. That is always appreciated. And uh, make sure you follow Denker at Locked On Lightning and uh, my Locked On Avalanche show. All right, buddy. See you next week. Go, abs, go.